When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Welcome to your NFC Championship preview episode with the 49ers Rush Podcast. I'm your host as always, John Chapman, and just want to say welcome. Uh, this is a very great <laughs> journey the 49ers have been on. You can't say this about a lot of teams, but if you go back and just look at the history of the franchise for the 49ers, you know, you could talk about you know, the Super Bowl wins, you could talk about all the Hall of Famers, you could talk about, you know, the Mount Rushmore of San Francisco. It's as well as anybody, and it's not even close. It really, really isn't. But whenever you take a step back and see how rare it is to get to the NFC Championship for any franchise, um, or the AFC Championship, you know, the semifinals, the Final Four, whatever you want to call it, it's everything. It really, really is. Now, the 49ers have been here several times. This is, you know, we had the three-run stretch in 2011, 2012, we lose the Super Bowl. Then back in 2013, we had those three years but if you want to jump besides that, you got to go all the way back to 1997. You know, that's our fourth appearance since 1997. So it's not something, even for the best of best franchises, which the 49ers are, you know, we're in the quest for six now for sure, but this is something to enjoy. And, you know, that's kind of been my message for a long time. And people, you know, it's easy as a fan, especially whenever you haven't been doing super well, to kind of recede and just be like, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got to have that mentality. But enjoy this. Because this is special, and I really do believe the 49ers, obviously, they're favored by over a touchdown now. The line's still moving up. It's at 7.5 today, and this is not a live episode, as I'm sure you have noticed already. Uh, due to shaky internet situations and me traveling, I did not want to go live, and it cut out, so I pre-recorded this old-school style for my old, uh, <laughs> for the people that have been with the 49ers Rush podcast for the past three and a half years when we started. 
This is how we used to do every single episode, uh, just traditional podcasts. That's what we started off at. But people wanted video. People wanted film. People wanted better quality. We just keep upgrading. And so the live show shall return. And uh, for those of you that are also going to ask about the hot mic meetings, uh, it's into day two. So we are <laughs> still patiently waiting. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman if we can broadcast live during the game if the nfl allows us and we create a deal that's going to work for both of us trust me i want to be there and so if you have it already download the hot mic app use promo code rush esf r-u-s-h-e-s-f and hopefully we will be able to be on there worst comes to worst we had an awesome chat last time had over 300 people in the chat at a given point um, even though the nfl pulled the plug <laughs> just a little bit but uh, hopefully that will change and we'll be able to get together and just enjoy this because as i said i'm in utah i'm on vacation skiing and all that stuff but this is what it's about so you know i'm <laughs> i Got to enjoy the time of vacation and all those things. But 49ers first. It's just what it is. Faithful then, faithful now, faithful in the mountains, whatever else you want to say. So what we're going to do today, we're going to be breaking down, just paying attention to what this game is like. The 49ers have already played the Packers, as we well know. They completely destroyed them. And I want to jump into some of the tape from that game. So let's transition over now. And we're going to do one of two things. You know, we're, I'm going to try to switch it over halfway. Let's see if I could figure all that out technology-wise. But I want to pay attention to what we were able to do defensively. And again, you know, if you are one of my Patreon club members, I really do thank you. The Frank Gore tier, I loaded this up just yesterday so that you guys could go back through both the offense and defensive game film and see exactly what the 49ers were able to do to come away with that 37-8 victory. And you're not going to be able to replicate everything. You really, really can't. You know, it's been 50-plus days since these two teams have played. Um, you know, both teams are getting players back that they didn't have, losing some players that they did have, things like that. But figure out why the 49ers were able to do what they were able to do. And it starts with number 54, Fred Warner. This was Fred Warner's kind of coming out party. He's been great, but this is when he went straight all pro level. And, you know, he comes out, gets 11 tackles, he gets a sack, he gets a pass defense, he gets a forced fumble. He just showed out everywhere because this is what the Packers want to do. The Packers' entire game plan is one Aaron Rodgers, and then you got two more studs on that team that they're going to try. It's it's the triangle offense, right? Let's let's go back to basketball and you know uh, the old Bulls and all that stuff. Phil Jackson triangle offense. You've got Aaron Rodgers. Everything goes through him at the elbow, and then he's going to either hit the post <laughs> with Devontae Adams, or he's going to get it out on the wing to Aaron Jones. Now I know that analogy breaks down at some point, but that's what it is. You got Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the three key pieces. Now, they have two bookend tackles that they are going to try to fortify and neutralize the edge, which they didn't do very well against the 49ers. We got five sacks against them, and that was without D Ford. That was without Quan. So, yeah, 49ers are going to be better personnel-wise than they were the first time we played the Packers 50 days ago. So that's key. You have to force them away from their studs. And if you can do that, you can beat the Packers. They are a very beatable team. 
but they're 13 and 3 and you know they're they're in the NFC championship as well and rightfully so Aaron Rodgers is very very good not trying to down him at anything that he does but you take away his options and if you frustrate him he is he's human to say the least you know you go 26 touchdowns for four interceptions that's a hell of a year uh, the touchdown to interception ratio is the best of all time. Um, you could say Colin Kaepernick, he's up there. He's top four. <laughs> uh, somebody just got pissed off listening to this. But anyway, uh, the touchdown interception ratio, which I think is probably one of the key metrics that you could look at for how successful a quarterback is. And that's Aaron Rodgers. You know, Kyle Shanahan was asked yesterday during his press conference, what is it about Aaron Rodgers? And Kyle Shanahan just said he can make every single throw that any human quarterback has ever made. He can make every one, and he can. Very, very mobile, but if you want to make him human, you pressure him and make him uncomfortable. You know, if you look at his statistics throughout this year, okay, just from passing, one, he likes to air it out. He's got a freaking cannon. But whenever he is under pressure, that is the only time he he's not great, and you know he's got a seventy two point six NFL quarterback rating when he's under pressure. Every other situation, whether it's no pressure, one hundred six. Um, whenever he's not blitzed, ninety three point five. When he is blitzed, one hundred four point one. You have to get pressure. Now, if you can get pressure with four, that's ideal. But the way the 49ers got pressure in the first one, as you're seeing in this film that we're watching now. This is when we started walking both linebackers up in the A and B gap and flexing as if we were going to start blitzing. And on a few plays, Fred Warner came. As, as I said before, he got a sack. But what you got to do is you got to go hit him. You got to go hit him and just make him uncomfortable. You can't let him escape outside the pocket because he is amazing on the edges. So D Ford, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead had two sacks. Last time we played against them. That's going to be key as well. And if we just look at what Green Bay's been able to do offensively, as I said, those big three, the pro football focus numbers echo that to a T. Highest rated player, Devontae Adams. 87.5 is his PFF grade. Aaron Rodgers, 84.3. Aaron Jones, 83.7. Then they got their two stud tackles. Uh, David Bakhtiari, 78.5. Brian Balaga, 77.9. Now, Balaga went out in the first half. He got injured against us, and we were able to capitalize on that big time. But he's healthy now. He had the flu last week versus Seattle, but he's back. That's good. Now, if we look at the flip side of their offense and kind of where they struggle, struggle, you know, Geronimo Allison, who is their kind of number three wide receiver, he's got a 55 grade. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's, you know, been a bust by almost all accounts, 57. Jimmy Graham, 57.3. He's just a shadow of himself. Billy Turner, 62.8. Uh, their guard to center uh, ratio is bad. You can beat them in the middle. You really can. Buckner, uh, he had half a sack last game. And so there's lots of ways that you can attack. But the issue always comes down to, can you stop the wide receiver? And if you can do that, you're going to be just fine. The problem is, what he's been able to do, Devontae Adams, is nothing short of amazing. You know, 91 catches, 1,157 yards for seven touchdowns. And if you go back to the game, where Green Bay and the 49ers played, Devontae Adams was not the reason they lost. He he had a hell of a game. Let's pull this up here. You look at his stats. I mean, he had 12 targets, 7 catches, 43 yards, and 1 touchdown. So he, they're going to pepper him with targets. 
You know, you look at what he was able to do against Seattle last week. Holy freaking cow. <laughs> he had a career day. I think he had eight catches for 160 yards and two touchdowns. You can't let that happen. So you've got to mitigate that. Now, people have asked me over and over again, how do you stop Devontae Adams? Well, in our our defense, we don't rotate or shade coverage to anybody. We allow the formation to dictate what we are doing and the down and distance, the blitzing, things like that. We don't roll safety coverage. We don't do that. I wish we would sometimes, but... Devontae Adams loves being on the offensive left side. That means he's going to be up against Mosley or, you know, God forbid, Akella Witherspoon. And if that's going to be the case, they are going to be able to, you know, target him as much as they want to, which we saw in the first game. Now, Mosley did play in that first game, and he was able to make a, a huge impact. But again, you're talking about 12 targets to this guy. You're going to be seeing that again. And they they just kept throwing it to him. That's just what they kept doing. They, <laughs> they just lit him up. Now, the one thing that we were able to stop the Packers from doing the first time that they didn't like, they loved to throw the ball to the running back. And that's why, again, Quan Alexander's back, Drake Greenlaw, of course, all-rookie team, shout-out to him again. Can't mention that enough. But Fred Warner, Fred Warner, <laughs> this is the key player on the defense this week. Fred Warner. One, if you're paying attention to you know all the formations that you're seeing, Green Bay does. They love trips, wide receivers, and they move Devontae Adams all three spots because they want to get Devontae Adams matched up against that Mike Will linebacker. Because whenever a team does trips against our defense, the Mike slash Will, whoever's going to be the coverage player, which uh, Fred Warner is the Mike backer. He calls the plays. But in those situations, he moves out to the Will spot to cover the number three wide receiver. Whenever that happens, he has to run vertical. Uh, you're going to see it right now. So if you're paying attention to what's happening right now on the screen, they've got a trips left formation. And you can see the linebacker uh, staying with that undercut on the number three. And so that's going to be, you know, sometimes we'll rotate a safety down, but usually we use a linebacker in that position. That's going to be Fred Warner. He has excelled in that all year. And if we can keep him in that situation, that is going to be key. Really, really is. Now let's let's take a step back and let's talk just about a couple things that Green Bay has done since we've played them. Again, it's 50-plus days. Uh, they blew out the Giants. They blew out the Vikings. Four of their six games were all down to one possession or less. Five of the six 49ers games <laughs> felt that. We blew out the Vikings as well. So we, we've had a very similar path uh, since the last time we played. You know, we blow them out. We get a two-game lead. We lose to the Falcons. Um, we lose to the Seahawks. That was kind of a big one, whatever. But in the last time we played them, they were coming off a bye. They had 14 days to prepare for us, and they come out and lay an egg 37-8. Now, let's jump forward. We had an extra day's rest because we played Saturday morning. They played Sunday night versus the Seahawks. They won. Uh, they've got six days, so they're on a short week. That's good. We're much healthier now, right? Again, as I said, we didn't have D Ford. Uh, we didn't have Joe Staley. We didn't have our kicker, Robbie Gold. Um, that's it. We didn't have Quan. So those four, that's four prominent positions that are going to play a very key role. Now, can the Packers win this game? Yes. And we're going to go through what has to happen. Let's do this. We'll do offense, and then we'll jump over. So for the Packers offense, because we've been talking about them, 
Devontae Adams has to have a career game. As I said before, he went 8 for 160 and two touchdowns um, last week on 11 targets for Seattle Seahawks. We're not going to allow that. Okay, you can't do that. You have to mitigate and limit their best player. Rodgers has got to stay clean. As I mentioned before, when Aaron Rodgers is under pressure, he's human. He's subhuman, <laughs> if, if you want to say that. You've got to hit him. We got five sacks in the first matchup. You got to be, you got to get up in his face. If he's clean and he's not frustrated, you know, you, one of the best and worst things about Aaron Rodgers is you know exactly how he feels. He's either got a huge smile and he's just having his way out there or he's just got that pissed off old mad uncle look uh, <laughs> with his mustache and whatever else. You got to keep him pissed off. That's key. He only had two sacks last week versus Seattle. We've got to beat that. And with D Ford back, who did not practice on Wednesday, but that was kind of precautionary. Kyle Shanahan said there was no reaggravation or anything. They're just being cautious. Uh, Quan Alexander was limited. And as I'm recording this, the new practice report has not come out yet. So that's the information I have on them. Also, three and outs have to be limited. You know, last week, the Packers had three three and out drives and they're going to have to make sure they have less that they can't have you know they have to have less than three three and outs on offense they have to have sustained drives and if they don't do that then they're going to have issues that's just what it is now what i want to do is i want to jump over and change the film over let's see if i can figure this out i'm a smart guy um, i believe in myself let's see if we could change this over and let's show a little bit of the offense. And so let's pay attention to, one, our offense, the 49ers' offense and what they were able to do. And you can tell right off the bat why this game went south so fast. The very first play, offensive play, was on the two-yard line. It was after Fred Warner punched the ball out, and Nick Bosa was able to recover it and get it down inside the goal line. So whenever you have a one-play two-yard drive for a touchdown. Yeah, you can bet that game's going to go pretty damn well. Uh, I don't think that we're going to have that type of opportunity uh, to go this week. Uh, hopefully we will. But what you're going to see with their defense, they are predicated on stopping the run, which I, I think it's become pretty cliche whenever you talk in the NFL today about you know what teams are trying to do or trying not to do. Everybody wants to rush the passer. Everybody wants to be aggressive. You talk about all those things. But they, do, they did a very good job stopping the run, a relatively good job stopping the run against us the first time we played. Uh, we did most of our damage through the air. And, you know, Justin School, we're swapping him out. For Joe Staley, we've got Ben Garland in for Western Richburg. So there's definitely some movement. You know, two of the five offensive linemen have changed for the 49ers the last time we played. Now, injuries for the Packers defense, they're non-existent. The Packers, you could argue, are the healthiest team in football. They were the last time we played. I think they still are. Uh, Darnell Savage was a little banked up. He played almost the entire game um, last week. They're, they're going to be just fine. Now, there are a lot of weaknesses on this defense. Yes, they have the prominent two-edge rushers, the Smith brothers, right, and Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Those are, you know, two of the best players because you look at Zadarius Smith has 13 and a half sacks. Preston Smith has 12 sacks. 
Um, Kenny Clark from the inside's got six. So it's kind of a three-headed beast as far as getting pressure. And you can kind of see it's that hybrid 3-4 look. It's a Mike Pettin, uh defense, which has been around the NFL for a long time. Kyle Shanahan used to coach with them <laughs> in Cleveland. They know each other well. And a big reason why I love the 49ers so much in this matchup there's not an area outside of perhaps Aaron Rodgers that I would say, you know what, uh, the wide receiver, not even the wide receiver core. Devontae Adams better than anybody we have. I, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But their number two and three wide receivers are worse than the 49ers. Um, let, let's say you put you know, Debo versus Devontae Adams. Everybody's going to go Devontae Adams. It's Debo's rookie year. He's still got some things to clean up. But then if you look at the number two and three wide receivers, I would prefer to have Emmanuel Sanders and Kendrick Bourne over Geronimo Allison and Alan Lazard. I don't think that's close. And you throw Kittle into the mix, and now it's just like, okay, yeah, it's not even close. Uh, Kittle's the best out of the whole bunch, and I, I don't care. <laughs> Kittle, Kittle put up almost the exact same amount of yards as Devontae Adams did, except he plays tight end. So you take that for what you want. And, you know, I'm not, not trying to throw shade. It's just I believe Kittle is really, really that good. Now, let's jump over and pay attention to, you know, what we got for the defense and their pro football scores and who to watch out for. D doesn't take much. You know, Zadarius Smith, 89.9, elite category. You could vote for him defensive player of the year, and you wouldn't be wrong. Um, you know, I think a couple other players deserve it more, but he's in that category. And whenever you're involved in that type of discussion, um, that's pretty special. 104 total pressures for this guy. 24 quarterback hits, 62 hurries. Kenny Clark from the inside, 80.2. Um, then you jump down just a little ways. Adrian Amos, their safety. They've got some strong safety play. And they'll do a three safety look to where they'll put six guys in the box. They'll put two corners and then three safeties, almost like a dropped uh, Mike Backer. And the, the, it's, a, it's a hybrid defense. It's a relatively new look, but they want to take away the middle of the field. It's kind of fun. You'll see it on film here a couple times depending on how long I get to go. Now, a um, couple other players, Tremont Williams, their corner, 72.2. Jair Alexander's one of the best slot corners in the NFL. Uh, I put him below Kwan Williams, but he is one of those guys that's just very electric. Small, undersized, you know, slot guy, but very, very physical. And Darnell Savage, the huge rookie, uh, 49ers fans who follow the podcast in the offseason, you know I love Darnell Savage. That dude is awesome. Now, I uh, do want to say thank you to our sponsors, BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color, C-H-E-W.com. Head over there today. Use promo code 49ers. Whatever um, package you decide to choose, I like that I use the word package there. Um, their first shipment is free with the promo code 49ers. All you got to do is pay for shipping. It's five bucks. And here's the thing with BlueChew.com. Same active ingredient as Cialis and as Viagra. The best thing about it, though, it's chewable, so it's faster acting. You can take it anytime, whether you're you know, full stomach or you're hungry or night, morning, day. doesn't matter. You can take it anytime. Fast acting. And on top of that, there's no awkwardness. So head over there to BlueChew.com if you want to boost in your nightlife. And what you're going to do, use promo code 49ers. You answer a simple questionnaire on your computer. 
And then they send it to you in a discreet package. No awkward doctor interview, no setting appointments, no any of those things. It's fast, it's easy, quick access, and once you do it, you're going to be really, really happy you did it. So head over to BlueChew.com, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and they are going to take care of you. BlueChew.com, if you have any questions, uh, their customer support is awesome. They will be able to help you. No ifs, ands, buts, or about it. BlueChew.com, promo code 49ERS. Now, let's jump to the flip side, and let's talk about the defensive players that struggle. Blake Martinez, their linebacker, who is kind of their cat, their Mike linebacker. You can see him right there, number 50. Oh, the camera angle just changed. He is great versus the run. He is awful versus the pass. And if we go back to that game, you know, the 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers, it it was nuts what the number one tight end in the NFL was able to do because George Kittle goes six catches, 129 yards, and one touchdown. This was his huge 61-yard touchdown play that he had just over the middle. George Kittle's going to play a huge role in this. And what the what they were able to do is, you know, the Packers, they tried to take away the run, and they tried to mitigate what was happening in the run game. They didn't do great, but they did better than most. And so we threw the ball a lot to running backs. You can kind of see a lot of the plays. It, you know, if you look at the targets, Mostert got three targets, Coleman got four, Jeff Wilson got one, uh, Matt Breida didn't get a play in this game, but it, we have not been thrown to the running back position very much lately at all. We kind of moved away from that. Here's a screenplay you can see right here rolling on the footage. So I think that we're going to try to get back to some of that because it's such a mis mismatch with their linebacking core. Their linebackers are not good cover guys. And so that's something that the 49ers better take advantage of. It worked very, very well the first time. Now we keep going down, you know, Kyler Fackrell, again, he's an edge rusher. He's kind of their third guy off the bench, 59.4. Dean Lowry, an interior guy, 62. And Kevin King, a very strong corner out of Washington, you know, <laughs> used to be teammates with good old Dante Pettis. Not that Dante Pettis is going to be playing today, but he's got a 63.4. There are a lot of guys on this defense you can take advantage of, but the commonality between all of them, they like to hit. They're a big physical football team with great safety play behind them trying to cover up a lot of weaknesses. Uh, everybody up front, including their corners, are designed to stop the run. And then they have safeties that want to cover a whole bunch of ground. Uh, you know, Amos, he led the, inter the league in interceptions not too long ago with the Bears. He switches, stays in the division. He is dangerous. Darnell Savage, you're talking about a 4-2-4-40 guy, uh, rookie on the back end. But all of the advantages go to the 49ers here. Make no mistake. What they're able to do against this team is special. And I'll go over a couple of keys here in a second. But if we jump back to this idea of what has to happen for the Green Bay Packers to win this game, they've got to force at least two turnovers on the defensive side of the ball. They got to go get the ball. Now, whenever I usually what I do is they have to be plus or minus in the turnover category. I think that the 49ers can win this game as long as they are not negative two or more on the turnover battle. So for the Green Bay to have a shot in this game, they got to turn the ball over. Um, and their team is built to force turnovers. That's kind of what they are. 
And so, you know, with that safety play in the back and with the edge pressure from the Smith brothers, like they're not really brothers. I understand that, but it just works. It's the old 49ers term, right? Um, so they've got to force turnovers if they've got a shot, if they want to have a shot. So now what I want to do is I want to jump over to our bets of the week, and then we'll wrap up this episode with my predictions uh, and score predictions. So here we go. Bets of the weeks. I got a bunch of them. <laughs> there are so many bets. Head over to the number one online sports book in the world, mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS. Okay, they're going to double your initial deposit and you can bet on everything. Uh, They got casino games, blackjack, whatever you want, sports. They got it all. And they've got a whole bunch of draft props already up. We'll be covering those in the offseason. Now, I've got a lot of bets for you. Okay, number one, this is my uh, lock of the week. San Francisco has more first downs than the Green Bay Packers. Now, that's a minus 204 bet, so the odds are a little bit against us because the 49ers are supposed to have more first downs. You bet 10 to win 15, but I love this. The 49ers, since D. Ford has come back last week, they just don't give up any first downs. You know, Going into that last drive versus the Minnesota Vikings in the divisional round, the 49ers' defense was on pace to break the all-time playoff record for fewest first downs allied with four <laughs> they got three on that last drive before they got shut down but i'm taking that's my lock of the week san francisco has more first downs than the green bay packers okay now depending on how you feel about this team so the spread is seven and a half points if you just want to do the straight up spread uh 49ers are favored so they have to win by more than a touchdown if you want to do that now you can get better odds There's better odds out there. So, for example, this is one I'm taking, and I'll give you guys an alternative if you think the 49ers are going to blow them out again. If you click on Props Builder, then go to NFL, click on the 49ers game. Just go to uh, click on the 49ers game. You pull down, and you could pick how much the 49ers are going to win by, and I like this bet. I am taking San Francisco to win between 1 and 13 points. So if they win by that much... I think they're going to have it covered. That's a plus 133 bet. So, again, if the 49ers win by two touchdowns or more, I don't get paid. Or if the 49ers lose, I don't get paid. Bet 10 to win 23. I love those odds. Okay, so, again, I'm taking 49ers to win between 1 and 13 points. Now, if you are the person that's like, dude, I'm telling you, we're going to blow them out of the water just like we did the first time. You could take San Francisco to win by 14 or more points. That's bet 10 to win 28. Uh, the odds should really be better than that. Um, but I am taking that one win by between 1 and 13 points. That's huge for me. Now, I'm also doing a 7-point teaser this week where I am taking both the favorites, San Francisco and Kansas City. Uh, all they have to do is win upright because it's a 7-point teaser. So they're both 7.5-point spreads. So if the 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs win this week, you bet 10 to win 17. Uh, Before the playoffs started, I said the Super Bowl would be the 49ers and the Chiefs. I'm not backing off that now. I I hope the Chiefs lose. (laughs) I do not want to play the Chiefs, but uh, we'll deal with that whenever we get the chance. That means we're in the Super Bowl. I will take it. So again, head over to my bookie. Appreciate the help and the sponsorship of the podcast. They are awesome. Use promo code 49ers. They will double your initial deposit all the way up to a thousand bucks so here we go it's time for predictions the packers played a whole bunch of man versus the 49ers the first time we played they play a lot of man on the outside very physical man up on the line of scrimmage 
Okay, we have to have our wide receivers step up. You know, Debo has had some good games. Kendrick Bourne came up with three huge plays, still had a drop, but that's okay. Um, it's been a while since Emmanuel Sanders has stepped up. He hasn't had three catches in the last four games. You got to go all the way back to New Orleans the last time he had more than three catches. But I think this is it. I really do. Emmanuel Sanders goes five catches for 70 yards, possibly a touchdown there. And George Kittle, as I said earlier, six for 129 and a touchdown the last time he played against the Packers. That is going to happen again. These linebackers cannot cover George Kittle. They can't. They're going to have to bring safety help, and they're going to have to. They're going to do a bracket coverage very similar to what we saw the Vikings do. But I just don't think that they have the personnel to do that. I really don't. Jimmy's going to throw the ball much more. Then we're used to seeing him. I think we're going to get 30-plus attempts for over 275 yards for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they're going to air it out a little bit because they're going to sell out to stop the run. They're going to try to stop Kittle, and we are going to use our wide receivers and our running backs in the pass game, just like we did the last time. Let's go to the other side. Quan and D. Ford go ham. And now that's easy. You can say that. Let's put some specifics on it, okay? Quan forces a turnover and gets a tackle for loss in this game. D Ford is going to get one and a half sacks. I think Ford's going to go nuts. I really, really do. And what you're saying a lot because these two offensive tackles are two of the best in the game. But I don't care. I think D Ford goes out there. He got a sack last week. I think he gets to expand on that. I think his snap count's going to be about the same, about 25 snaps. He got 22 versus the Vikings. Um, and again, I'm going to end this episode with where I started. The key player in this game is Fred Warner. Fred Warner will get 10-plus tackles and, you ready for this, and a pass breakup and a sack. Okay, I, I think it's going to happen. I really, really do. He is going to be a key player that is all over the field. So Fred Warner gets 10-plus, a pass defense, and a, a, a sack. I think he's going to be everywhere. 49ers win this game 24-16. to That is my prediction. The 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, baby. I believe it. And as always, we will be active right after the game. Uh, again, I am out of town, so if there's any technical difficulties, I'm going to find a way to happen. If I just got to go off my cell phone i'll do that don't care uh, i'm gonna have everything set up watching the game hopefully i get a broadcast with hot mike please stay tuned on that i uh, hope to get that to you and again if you guys want to listen to both of these video breakdowns i know you just saw just a little bit um they're both an hour plus with audio overlay and coaching notes and all that kind of stuff if you want those head to patreon.com type in 49ers rush and join us over there i mean we're still in the first quarter of this film breakdown it's a <laughs> you guys know me i just talk too damn much it's what it is but if you want that head over to patreon.com and uh just type in 49ers rush podcast join that frank gortier that's the way to support the podcast but man next time we talk game's gonna be on can't wait can't wait can't wait. Appreciate all the support. As always, please uh, give an upvote, like button, hit subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that bell if you're listening on YouTube so you know when we go live. Thanks again, and as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.